Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Woo, I um, I want to dive into something that happened with me recently and a big realization I had with it. So this is so wild. It's so wild. Now, we all have people around us that give us opportunity to expand and grow. But often in the midst of that, it feels much more like we are contracting. It feels like, ah, oh, this doesn't feel good. This person's behavior is not working for me. This is making me sad, angry, jealous, whatever it is. What I realized after I went through something, and I don't even, it's so crazy. Like, I don't even remember what it was. But what I realized was that I had a choice and um, I could recognize that God was here having an experience. So everything that we judge has multiple angles. Like, people could see it different ways. So... You could see someone getting tipsy from alcohol and you could consider it disrespectful. You could consider it unresponsible. You, you could have all these different ways. You could say that it's uh, not reality or um, it's not authentic. It's not the authentic person. So these are all things we could say. Or, <laughs> and this is a big one. This is a big one. Or we could say, this is God experiencing tippiness. Like God came to experience all these things and within each of us is God. So we could say that God is experiencing, you know, drunkenness or tippiness or, or being um, uh, what is uninhibited. You know, like we could see it that way and not judge it and not make it a thing that has to do about us. But so often we make everything to do about us. This is, we are very self-focused um, ex like experiencers. And we think everything has to do with us. And what if nothing has to do with us? It is so wild to me that I can be affected by my outside world. But if being affected comes from having judgments or expectations that are other than what you are experiencing. So I guess it's like for myself, it's finding new ways of being present in situations that are foreign to me or I don't understand and being okay with that. First of all, being okay that I'm in a situation I'm unfamiliar with that I haven't experienced before. Uh, and then and then finding new ways like to be in it, finding new ways to see, ah, this is God, like God through me experiencing uncomfortable, God through me experiencing something new, something different, and witnessing God experiencing whatever that new thing is 
via the conduit, the other person, you know, that is bringing it into my world. Like the first time I experience a lot of things, I find it very uncomfortable. The first time I heard rap music, you know, the first time I heard live music, the first time I was in a bar, haven't been in a lot of those, but when I was, it was like, whoa, first time I was in a truck stop, you know, uh, there's so many firsts that I'm really remembering being uncomfortable and having to like find that place that I fit in that new experience. This is still happening. But if we're not careful, the older we get, the less tolerant of new experiences we will be. And that would be very sad. It would be a short, a shortcoming, you know, in, in a, a huge way, because it's those things we've talked about that stretch us, those new experiences really stretch us. We, they make us more present. You know, they make us more conscious of the bliss in this moment. Even if it doesn't seem like bliss, we become more real to the moment. And this is huge for us. I just yawned and I'm wondering if the yawn was releasing some of the old me that resists change, resists new. Because there is a piece of me that does, a piece of me that wants it to be familiar, wants it to be comfortable, wants it to be something I know how to do and process. But, it is that new that really excites. But when we think new is scary um, and we don't create protocols for walking through new situations, there can be protocols, there can be step-by-steps to do a new situation, very different than step-by-steps to handle old known uh, realities. And when we do old known realities, we're on autopilot. But when we do new realities, there's information to process. There's stretching, there's like navigation um, that has to be uh, alert. You have to be very alert for it and conscious, present to do that navigation. And maybe that's why those new things are so spectacular because you can't do them without being present. You could run away from them, but you can't do the new without being present. How exciting is that? I want new, new, new. I want... I want to explore and I just, yeah, I want to feel and be, and this is all totally here and now possible. Mm. Yeah, I'm really excited that it was brought to my attention because I was like blubbering and crying and my face was swelling and I was drinking lots of water so I wouldn't get dehydrated. And I was just like, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel so crappy? attempting to navigate this situation and not finding anything that feels good because I was navigating from my nat- my low frequency. And you can't navigate and get solution from low frequency. You have to shift into the love. So after I breathed, after I drank water, after I got out of it and I shook it off of my skin and came back into my center, That was when it dawned on me. I'm going all about this the wrong way. I'm trying to fix something outside of me and I can't do that. I have to change my perspective. And when I went and changed my perspective from one that says that I, you know, like I'm being disrespected or I'm not being heard or, you know, all of that to a perspective of God is experiencing being unheard. God is experiencing whatever, you know, like I gave you the example of, of tipsy, God is experiencing 
um, sarcasm, uh, whatever. It's like, that is so different to me. God deserves to experience everything this world offers. And if, if, if that's what God wants to do, you know, and this is an amazing reality. And I'd love to know that I was present enough to honor God experiencing a dog in his lap, God experiencing um, a walk on a rainy day, you know, all of these things. I, I want to be present enough so that I'm not, oh, it's raining, oh, I get, I'm cold, I'm chilly, I'm damp, I, I, blah, you know. I don't want to be that person. I want to be God experiencing rain. I want to be that conduit. God experiencing letting a fly out of the house. <laughs> you know, God experiencing a plant that needs watering and waters it. I just, I that's what I want to be. I don't want to have, like, this attitude of negativity that can pop up because I don't want to be bothered by something or it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not fun. It doesn't fit into my day. I want everything to be from perspective of God, you know, God, because there is no s too small for God. God, God like savors and relishes those little moments. The, the things that we would consider mundane, it's like, they're not mundane. We've just made them mundane because we do them on autopilot. So if we could be present and do things from presentness, then we could remember it's God here in this moment experiencing that thing. To me, that is worth so much more. I mean, it's worth more because in it is the pleasure, the bliss, the, the happiness of, of having this body, this life, this home, this, this environment, the spectacular environment that we have. I mean, in this excitement of knowing God, I'm excited to start, you know, a worm farm composting thing. You know, I'm excited to do these things and learn about them and, and feel like I'm, I, I want to do new things. I'm crocheting. I'm researching to start a worm composting bin. What else am I doing? I'm going to be bush hogging my property because it needs some clearing. And I, all these things are new, but I don't want to be held back by, oh, I've never done it. I'll just hire someone. That is, it is not doing me any service to go that route. Now, if I wasn't physically capable, yes. But God gave me a body that's very intelligent and it's very able and adaptable and to push it out of its comfort zone of sitting and watching a movie into gardening, into new building new soil. That's another new thing I want to do. I have never, I've done it, but I've done it accidentally. And, and it's been beautiful, but I haven't been very conscious about it. So I want to bring consciousness into rebuilding my soil and building a food forest on my property. That is exciting me. Oh my God, it's so exciting. And pretty soon I'm gonna be getting a fig bush. I wanna get a pomegranate bush. And I wanna get other bushes that are really hardy givers, you know, like um, goji berries. And there's different kinds of raspberry bushes that are really happy and, and thriving. And I have volunteer blackberry bushes in my yard and I've cleared some back because they just weren't in the right places, but they're volunteers and I know they'll come back. That is super cool to me. So I, I, in an effort to uh, 
walk through the hard times, it's the recognition that it's me. It's me and the belief systems I have around it. And the more expanded I am, the more insidious these things sneak in because they come in in my most dearest relationships. The ones I truly, like, I just truly uh, savor. Those are the relationships it comes up in. It's almost as if they slip through the cracks there because I'm, um, for, I'm with those people, maybe it's easier to have expectations or, or to make judgments that they're acting out of character. How dare they act out of character? <laughs> How dare they? You know, like, I want them to be a, a you know, I'm going to judge that authenticity means that they are, can't be variances in the character. But the variances in the character are who they are. And it is God experiencing these different things. God experiencing sadness. God experiencing anger. God experiencing whatever. Whatever. So I um, want to be more on point remembering that in my day-to-day, -day, you know, with my daughter and my friends and strangers. I want to be more on point. Oh, when I slip into judgment, I just feel like a rat. You know, it just feels yuck. And um, I shouldn't even defile the, the wonderful rats we have that do wonderful work <laughs> with this idea because I, I'm sure rats don't feel like that. <laughs> I just... I just feel low and I feel less than and I feel a little bit lost, like I'm lost uh, when I am judging others. And so I know this is not who I am and this is not serving me other than to remind me God is in everything. That is the beauty of those moments because I'm remembering faster and faster. When I notice that ugh, I'm wearing this skin of judgment it is not working for me. And I, I make these, when I say it's insidious, when it's in the play, I don't believe I'm judging anything. I'm just, I'm, my thing is I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand. And it's making me, it's making me look for things that aren't there and seeing things upside down and backwards. So I think it's, better now to just remember who I am, the truth of who I am. So with that, I'm going to say, oh, bon farewell. It's time for my outro. <laughs> Send you big hugs. Have a wonderful rainy day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.